Yes, guys, what's going on? Just before we start episode two, I am super excited to announce that Jonah Football has now got an official sponsor for the podcast. Welcome on board Skills Australia. We've been with Skills Australia now for eight years and they provide the best training equipment out there on the market. So really, really happy to have them on board. And today's episode is sponsored by Skills Australia. Train like a pro with the best sporting equipment on the market. Enjoy episode two, guys. Yes, guys, what's going on? We are back. The Jonah Football Podcast, episode two, season five. Five, Shane, always get mixed up. (laughs) Season five, episode two. Guys, I just want to jump in and just say that we haven't uploaded because Shane Murray, to my left, just got COVID and it uh, it killed us, didn't it, Joe? need it. Did yeah, yeah, you just don't need it. No, you I just didn't. don't need it, Shaz. So, yeah, guys, no. we obviously couldn't upload because we were isolating from each other. But we're back and I'm super, super excited to announce today that we've got a guest, a very special guest, my hero, Terry Jones. How are you? Dad, how are you? I've got I'm my dad fine, on the podcast. Great to be here in Australia. He's in Australia. What, dad, did in you bring this weather with you or what? It's, I've never seen it this bad. It's the worst I've seen it since we've been over here. No, we've had one day but, or so. But, but, but what is going on with the weather, boys? I don't know. Yeah, for for people that don't understand it, it's probably rained for, what, last three weeks, maybe? Yeah, yeah Sydney's bad. And There's some bad floods. That's no exaggeration. It's raining yeah. every day. It's really bad. There's some bad floods, huh? Yeah, it's happening bad. Queensland's bad. We've seen Queensland. Yeah, terrible. And more and stuff. Oh. Really bad. Guys, you can probably, you may be Speaking able to hear of. some of the rain on the roof, so we apologise for that, but we're just going to get through the podcast. Tesla, I've got my dad on the podcast. I'm, I reckon Jules and Shane have got some juicy questions coming your way, <laughs> yeah. Tez. When, when was the last time you were in Australia, Tez? Uh, just before the pandemic kicked in. Oh, yeah. 2019. Oh, I remember. Yeah, you stayed we were in, lucky. We stayed in our house. It was early 2020. We stayed here. We'd, uh, we w- couldn't got out. Yeah, well. Yeah, they got out the country. Well, would, they would, they was it 2019 or 2020 when you stayed with us? Pardon? 2019, well, no. No, 2020. 2020. Yeah. You came through the pandemic a little bit, no? Two years. No, no, no. no. Years. Two years ago. Do you remember they left and then they closed the borders? It was about Sorry, a week yeah, after yeah, they closed yeah. the borders. So yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Been My mum and dad left and then a week later they closed yeah, the borders. So right. they could have actually potentially got stuck in Sydney. So yeah. it was like February of 2020. But okay. you know what? I'm yeah, so yeah. glad that you guys got to meet me or dad <laughs> you well, just about you? came at the right time yeah. otherwise you still wouldn't have been able to meet me till now so that yeah, was so lucky true. that was so lucky yeah i know yeah. so you kind of came at the start of the COVID and, and now near the end of it as well in, yeah wow as we were going through singapore airport it was it was rife on and the way home yeah and wow. you 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 had COVID, eh? i've had it twice i think twice yeah. twice the first one was pretty rough it knocked me around a bit and the second one was just like a mild cold. Three or four was days it, yeah. gone. Yeah. But the first one rattled you a bit? I think if you don't have the jabs, it'll, it'll knock you around a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've got other health issues, Touchy subject. Hey, Shane, oh, that COVID knocked the shit out of you, though, didn't it? Did, yeah. A couple of days I had me right up against the ropes. Um, but, yeah, now, now it's just tight. To be fair, boys, I'm going to be honest with you, I still don't feel 100%. Mm, really? It. Still feel a bit... I don't know. I, I, I think one of the... Like side effects is like dizziness and like yeah, a bit yeah. lightheadedness. Did I don't know get, if you got yeah, that. Are you going to be able to get that? I was, I was hey? You going to be all right for America? Mm. Oh, I'll, I'll be all right. Yeah. If, just checking. 
Can I'll you stop right. butting across my dad, Jules? Oh, sorry, knock you out. Sorry, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, no, no, just still a little bit, sometimes a bit sluggish in the morning, but mm. that's all right. It'll take time, I suppose. I um, I spoke to B-Dubs, Billy Wingrove. What yeah. a legend. We'll speak about that a bit later on if we get time. But he said he, he had long COVID. Mm. Yeah. Like there's such a thing as long COVID. Stays in your system for about two or three months. Yeah, he said it knocked him out. Like mm. He was just constantly feeling tired. Really, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Wow. So. Hopefully I don't have that. How do you know if you have that? I don't know, I but he just said he constantly. Like how bad are you feeling? Mm. <laughs> well, it was my birthday in the weekend, so I'm still yeah, yeah, that's what it, oh, that's what it really yeah, is. That, that didn't help. Too but many scooies in the city. <laughs> Tequila shots, uh, <laughs> Stay away from the... You can lose your taste and your smell with it. Yeah, yeah. Did you? Did you have that? Not really, no. Not really, that's no. happened to a lot of people at home, that has. What about vomiting? Didn't get no, sick. I didn't get that. Did yeah. you vomit, Shaz? I did, yeah. Really? Anyway, let's get off COVID. I'm so sick of it. I, I'm so over COVID. I think <laughs> I said that on episode mm. one. But yeah, guys, again, it's got in the way of us recording. Hopefully, we can start being consistent. But we promised all the listeners, Shane, two podcasts a month. So so we can we can definitely crack on with that. Yeah. We're going to get an NFT guest in. I think we said that in episode one. We're still trying to do that because obviously Shane got COVID, so we're still going to record that NFT guest. I'm uh, really, really excited for that. And yeah, we, we might even do a part two on that, Shane, because a lot of people reached out to us, didn't they, about the NFTs? Do you, do you yep. know, like, since we since we spoke about that, do you remember um, one of the people that reached out spoke about, because we discussed, obviously, about the potential for a joint of football NFT between us. Yeah. And you know how you put it on that OpenSea.io? Yeah. Have you seen that it got hacked a couple of days after we spoke about it? OpenSea.io, open open and they huh? like they they hacked it and stole a bunch of money, like millions and millions of dollars. That's the risk, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's still obviously like a very risky thing. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, crazy. And really? also, Invisible Friends so selling for thirty k a pop. Ha. <laughs> so no, no, no. So selling for like thirty k. That Invisible Friends. Did, they, did all that get hacked? OpenSea.io got hacked. Oh my. Which God. is like the like the the eBay of selling nfts kind of thing oh my god yeah. imagine so, we got one i'd be absolutely yeah so, so the 1200 dollar uh, estimation was a bit off then yeah but jules was saying no that's how much they were going for well you said he's going for what, what yeah but they're now selling no no so on that. the like the initial launch like if you're able to get on an initial launch that's how much you oh, right. paid but it, it went up like that like literally from there on it was like straight to 10k 15k i'm talking us dollars as well Big Crazy. money in that. Big money. Tez is like, do you, do you not even know what an NFT is, Tez? No. <laughs> By the way, I, I call my dad Tez. I don't know why, but I've, I've always called you Tez, haven't I? Tez. Actually, when it's serious, I call you dad. Dad. And yeah. then when we just have hey, a normal dad, chat. Oh, I just want to mention, by the way, Tez, Carabao Cup champions. Champions. It was great. It yeah. was actually amazing to share that moment with my dad. Cause great, wasn't it? I think, when was the last time we watched Liverpool in a final? Years and years back. Yeah, because I was, was. We haven't watched the final over there before. I know, because I've been in Australia for 10 years now. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. even just watching football with my dad is the best thing because yeah. we were so passionate. We were screaming all kinds of stuff in here. Yeah. <laughs> what a game, by the way. I know Jules has watched a little bit of it. But it yeah, good. I just thought I'd throw this one in as well. That we're the most successful uh, team in England. But yeah, we'll uh, carry on to you, Tez. Yeah, Jules is an man. Arsenal fan. And Leeds, what about Bielsa, Shane? Yeah, yeah, don't worry about us. Don't worry about us. We'll move on. You're all right. Tezza, I, I want to ask Tezza, Tezza, you always been a Liverpool fan your whole yeah, life? Yeah, since I was about 12. 
if people for people watching on YouTube and uh, you'll see Tez is wearing his you never walk alone <laughs> t-shirt on <laughs> and you've got a couple of tattoos as well yeah, yeah. absolute die hard the Liverpool badge on me back and you'll never walk alone on me arm yeah love it. love it so was your was your dad Liverpool no well? never my dad was never into football no never into football so how, how did one bit how did you get into football? Just hanging around with a load of lads in Flint when I moved to Flint when I was about 11. And some of the lads were Tottenham, United, Everton, Arsenal. A few of the lads were Liverpool, Bill Shankly. And they yeah, said yeah. to me, Bill Shankly. You love it? Now, that was it. Never I looked back. <laughs> Just cut it. Brilliant. And did you used to play when you were young? Yeah, played. Played a lot of five-a-side, messing about. Played a lot of 11-side, but... Got muscled out of it, too small, not yeah, quick enough. But five, I was very quick in the five-a-side, tricky. Played football for 12 years, and then one remates one year. I was getting a bit fed up with the football, and I thought, I need to do something else. Mm. My mate says to me one day, Sean Murphy from Flint, Hot Ed, we called him. Got a squash court book tonight, mate. Well, I said, I'm not doing that. Come on, he said, you're fit as a fiddle. He said, you'll love it. I said, no, nah, I'm not into that game. Anyway, he twisted my arm and I went. I was just running around like an idiot on a squash court hitting the ball. Really enjoyed it. And a couple of nights after, I thought, I want to do that again. So 27 years down the line, squash. played team squash. Played number one for eight, ten years. Wow. Got to a good standard. Got myself fit as a fiddle. Shane, my dad's good at squash. But then squash I is class. Got though. to about no. 52. Do you, know how, do you know how fit you have to be? Started to back off and started to wake a bit and I thought, you don't want to be here when you're on the squash court when you're feeling like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I want to go back on the squash court now, but I know my body won't allow me. body won't, yeah, yeah. Won't allow me. Dad, I was saying that you have to be super fit it's, to play squash. You've got to be fit to play that game. Yeah, squash is class. Yeah, I was just going to say, I, when I used to play, because I can't play squash, but when I used to play with my dad, he would be sending me for doggies <laughs> at the he front. Was, at he the was back. quite good, to be honest, because he was fit. He got because it's, it's a ball. Gets his eye in, doesn't he? And he hit the ball quite well. It's squ squash like with the bigger kind of blue ball, the little black ball. It's oh, it bounces. Oh, I thought that ball. And you can get ball different coloured dots on it. Squashes. Wow. You didn't know what squash was, Shane? No, I, I know it's, it's in the, in the court. One's called a racquetball. Yeah, that's what I said. Court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. racquetball is like that. Oh, bigger. Have yeah. you played squash? They're not as good as squash. Squash more, more yeah, competitive. Yeah. Dad, I, I, even I didn't even know this, but I thought you became a Liverpool fan because you grew up in Birkenhead. And no. No, you didn't. No. You were, you when we really moved from Mould to Flint, when really? my mum and dad bought the pub in Flint, yeah. I went and knocking around with these lads Stewie Gunther and all them Sean really? Potthead and Stewie Gunther yeah is that anything to do with Mark with Mark Gunther yeah yeah really because yeah, Gunther's Stewie an Gunther, avid yeah, listener of the podcast yeah <laughs> <laughs> who's Stewie Gunther, Gunther then Mark? I don't think you ever met Stewie did you no I Stewie's thought you became me. I thought you became a Liverpool fan because you were from Birkenhead no 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 alright I got into football when knocking around with these lads really round the, round the streets of the castle no way yeah and we just started kicking the ball from there and I just Thanks like God. Gerard on that podcast, everything with a ball. I had to have a ball at my feet all the time. That's around with I'm the ball. glad then, because oh, you obviously got me into football, so mm. I'm buzzing with that. You was you was about three or four little sponge ball in the living room. My dad used to throw the sponge ball Spro directly the sponge onto ball my head, to him and he yeah, just volleyed yeah. it anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> one of the, the one of the shelves. Off goes the bloody 
ornaments. Smash the guy up. Tracy come rumbling, what's he broke now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we used to use like rolled up socks and stuff. Yeah. Or put socks around the tennis ball and make it a little bit softer. Huh? What did you use? I used to have a little terrace upstairs in my in where I lived in Colombia. So we just yeah. had a little footballs upstairs. Love it was that. class. But I remember I remember when I was school in like what is it, like junior school, whatever it is, like young young. We used to play like full matches at lunchtime with stones. Yeah, for sure. With stones though. Oh, with like there'd be a stone that size and we'd be running around after a stone. <laughs> like no and everyone but like sometimes they'd go into like the corner of like what stone are we playing with? <laughs> but we were just playing proper games with stones. Yeah, good. No oh, passing. Yeah. Huh? No passing allowed or what? Mm. No, yeah, you just try your best with it. <laughs> but Hey Dad, do you remember when uh, lads you'll love this? Do you remember when we used to do um like Henry Taylor Street versus uh ta- yeah. like my grand grat I call him Tide, but it's the granddad's end. What do we what did it used to be? Salisbury. Salisbury Street, wasn't it? Yeah, Tom so Street basically Salisbury there's a, there's like a, a little tiny Flint bridge from where yeah. I'm from, very small town in Flint. But we used to play Henry Taylor Street, which is all the houses in my oh, street, kids, yeah. like the best players, yeah. against all the best players on the other side of the little bridge. And it used to get... About 40 on the pitch. Yeah, we played 20 <laughs> v 20, mate. Yeah, yeah. My dad almost got into about 15 <laughs> fights per game. Honestly. Yeah, it got tasty. But I learned but so much. The, probably the most most competitive games I've played. I don't know how competitive it is. Unbelievable. Yeah, the yeah. tackles used to fly in, mate. Yeah, I'm telling you. Mate. Got a bit naughty. But I was only it? a kid, though, when I died. Yeah. So it doesn't matter, yeah. like, once you're playing, everyone forgets. I think there's, like, 17-year-olds yeah. playing, like, 9-year-olds yeah. playing. My dad used to just, because dad, my dad was a flip. He was a good player, boys. Honestly, oh a little small. God, I made it, Tezza. Were yeah, you a little, wing? Were you a wing, Tezza? I was only good on my right foot. My left yeah, foot. Yeah, yeah, right, right foot. Left foot. Left foot. Left foot. When he was on the backfield. Yeah, but I got good with my left foot. His right foot was really good. Can't hit it with my left, Dad. I said, why do you think your right's so good? I got... I got good. My dad used to get the ball, whiz past a few players, and I used to just goal snip. I was only about eight. Mm. So so Tez was playing in these games. Yeah, my dad was. (laughs) My dad was the one almost fighting in these games, Shane. (laughs) (laughs) Captain's armband on, run round. Yeah, he had that top on. You'll never walk alone. (laughs) (laughs) But he used to get it, go past a few players, try and square it to me. I'd just tap it in. But you, I used to, I remember them on the backfield. Do you remember that? Good one. Those, those, those were the best games. No, nah, you just they don't down. do that anymore. Like as I just said, we're, we're blessed to grow up when we ble- when we grew up. Yeah, we talk we talk a lot about that, Dad. How we were lucky that we grew up in the nineties, mm-hmm. where we all we did was football, football, wasn't it? Um, Bro, back back home they used to like on a street, because there's a lot of motorbikes back home, especially in the, in the nineties. Like not many people had money for a car, and they'd close off a street with the motorbikes. So no one could get in and then just put two rocks at each end and then just that block would play like a 6v6, 7v7. Yeah, yeah. Just block off traffic with the motorbike. Wow. No one could do anything. It was class. Right Good times. I mean, like, honestly, I remember we had, we had, I had a reserve team for, we had a reserve team for our estate. Like we had an A team and a reserve team. For your state. And we'd play other estates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was the manager for a reserve team. <laughs> was your captain as well? I was captain for the first team. Love that. It was proper, proper games. But, Tezzy, you got Anfield on your arm. Yeah. When was the first time you went to Anfield? When I was in school. Uh, Who'd you go with? Flint High School, and there was a, a lad there called Graham Morgan. He's passed away now. Uh, he was a big Liverpool fan. I think it was about 12, 13 at the time. Not too sure. And he said, hey, do you want to go to Anfield tonight? Or my eyes just lit up. I said, Who's, who are we playing? He said, oh, Strom got set in the European Cup. Do you want to go? I said, yeah. So we went. I think we won the game quite quite comfortably, 3-0 or something. 
the atmosphere was brilliant and I thought I want to go more yeah anyway a few weeks have passed by in Liverpool we were playing Set Etienne at Anfield European Cup and we we had to win to go through to the semi-final I think I said Anfield tonight oh we got in I've never experienced atmosphere like that was that when it was standing up as well standing up and Keegan scored put us one up and I got knocked on my ass. really I couldn't get back up the, the crowd was going that mad behind the Anfield Road end behind the goal and I fell on my ass. I couldn't get up because Liverpool fans were just going ballistic was the people wow. like standing this big on fella at the back of me just grabbed the back of me coat and yanked me up and onto my feet oh, I remember Jesus. you telling me the atmosphere that. they reckon there was 65,000 in that that nice and the atmosphere was unreal Fairclough scored the winner didn't he yeah yeah the substitute but that's the game that stands out for me because it's just unbelievable Dad, I can't, I can't remember. Well, what first, which first game did you take me to? I'm pretty sure. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm. Do you remember Robbie Fowler four three against Newcastle with the header? Was that the first game we took you to? I'm pretty. We were I was right in up the in the cop with you in the cop in the in the corner, I'm, weren't I'm, we? Do you remember? Mum was with us. Yeah. Do you remember because the Stan Collymore, yeah. Collymore closing in four three. Yeah, well, that, that was the, that was. I wasn't one. at that game, but the, 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 the thing that was the following year, there was another 4-3. Another one, one That was 4-3. Fowler it? scored the Fowler header. got the winner with the header. I, I, well, remember, I was in the cop that night, but yeah. I can't remember if that was the first time you... you I, th- I think, yeah, I, I think it could have been. Going back that was the time. first game, I don't know. But yeah, I was, at, I was in the cop end, yeah. another Newcastle Liverpool 4-3. How old were you, really? I reckon I was about 12, maybe 11 or 12. Yeah, yeah. But I just, I always remember... Was Emma with us then? I'm Emma. pretty sure the four of us went. Yeah, yeah. But my my memory's terrible. I reckon I'm going to suffer with memory loss when I'm older. But mm. um, I always remember that game. Because I, yeah. I remember when Fowler scored that 90th minute header. And I was like, it was one of the loudest noises I've one ever, ever come across. Yeah. Mm. Did you used to go to any Leeds games with... Uh, you, you'll always remember your first one, won't you? I know, but I... I, I uh, yeah, oh, it's actually so weird as well, right? Um... So I was saying off air, I was saying off air about uh, I got this TV box, and <laughs> the reason why I got it is because I went to went to one of my mates in Canberra, and he, he showed me like he goes, oh, what did you used to watch as a kid? I can get it on here. So I had all the channels from back home, all the UK channels. Had it, it has everything, and so I used to love watching Sky Sports news, and and now there's like loads of different channels on Sky Sports. There's like Sky Sports Premier League. Yeah, just loads, but. There's what the Sky Sports Premier League I was watching, and it it actually showed Leeds against Tottenham, like 2006 or something. And that was the first game that I ever went to as a Leeds fan. No way. And I was like, this this game rings a bell. And I was like, this is the first game I've ever went to, and it was on it was on TV. It was showing like face hell, ah, giving it loads. <laughs> no, it was unbelievable. We won. I think we won three nil. Um, Viduka Viduka scored oh. two Viduka. on his de- was, oh, yeah. on his debut from Celtic. Mm. Um, but the, the one thing that stands out to me, so we were sitting right on halfway. Remember Paul Robinson, the goalkeeper? Yeah. yeah. Um, so the ball's gone out like over the end line. Oh no, it's a, it's a throw in on the halfway. Throw in. But somehow the ball's ended up going down to the end of the pitch, and Robbo's jogged out, picked the ball up, and Ian Hart is standing on the halfway line, and one if. If, if you know who Paul Robinson is, he's always got a sidewinders, peckers, yeah. right? So Ian Hart standing half a line, Robbo's gone to get the ball over the end line. He's flicked it up and hit a sidewinder to Hart on the halfway and he's just, Hart's just put his hands up and it's just straight into his, into his hands <laughs> and he's threw it in. 
was on, but it was right in front of us, and that's something that will always stick with me. No way. That was one of my earliest memories of, of being at a, a Leeds game. Right. And uh, yeah, the fact, and uh, even the crowd went up. Like the crowd was like, yeah. "Wow, that's quality." Hey, Dad, what's the best Liverpool game you've ever been to live? Uh, I would say uh, probably the Setetian one because probably yeah, my second one, and they were very special and then the uh, French side. Um, I went to Goodison many many years ago with some lads, and. It was when Rush scored four, and right at the end, uh, where the Liverpool fans were, there's it's weird that ground because there's like a big molt at the back of the goals, and it's about five foot high. You can't you can't actually see onto the pitch. Do they still so have every the goal barriers? that went in? I didn't see them. No way. All the seams, the net rattling and just jumping up and down with the Liverpool fans. <laughs> no way. I couldn't see any of the goals. Well, I couldn't see high enough. Classic Everton yeah. ground. They still have the big that. bollards in the way yeah. Yeah, to this day. To the old metal stanchions used to get they need the crushed with them on the cop. And got pushed into them a few, many times. What about recently? Do you get that much games now, Tez? Yeah, no, do. it's... Tracy's got a couple of contacts here and there who she works with and they say, oh, there's a couple of spare tickets going here. So we usually grab them and go to the odd game here and there. You went to the first game of the season this year. Burnley home, yeah. one two nil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He goes to a few. Yeah, yeah. We mm. saw that every game, would it? Anfield. Yeah, it's so. a sellout Anfield. Yeah. yeah. Hey Tezzer, how much were the tickets back then? When when you when you were first going, how much were the tickets? No, it wasn't tickets then. You paid at the turnstiles. Oh, was it? Yeah. Was two it? pound, two pound seventy five. Wow. No wonder there was sixty five thousand in then. Two pound, <laughs> two pound seventy five. How much are they now? Well, what's the average ticket now? Well, 35, when, when, 40 I, when, quid? I, when I went back with Carolina, I paid hundred and twenty five yeah. pounds to watch yeah. Liverpool Arsenal at home and batter them. Right, Jules, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're coming back. Hundred and twenty five pounds. How mad? I I what's think that? he, o- he overcharged. Yeah, yeah, he overcharged me a little bit because it was like a last minute thing. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, From two pounds used to pay that. Two pounds. I remember going in the cop in the old turnstiles and you were paying two pound seventy five, something like that, to pay cash to go through the turnstiles. Wow. And that's dis- when it was all standing then. It's actually mostly disgusting standing. though, Shane, isn't it? That's what football's always been about the people. Yeah. It's the supporters it's just, at the end it, of the day, it, isn't it? It's it, ridiculous. It, but it's business it's businessmen it's are on these clubs now, yeah. It's a big business yeah, it's, it's a massive fleet. Business. It's sad to see though, don't you think? 100%. How can it go from two pounds to a hundred pound? Yeah, it's ridiculous. And you can spend a hundred pound at Anfield now on a match day if you wanted. Food, your ticket, going to the club shop, money's gone. Crazy. Yeah, ridiculous, isn't it? Still, we're we're still follow our teams. Yeah, just seen us in it. What's the what's the best away ground you've been to, Tez? Have you been to like a European game away outside of England? No, no. no. Um, I went to. Wembley eight times, the old Wembley with Liverpool. Oh. That was good. Some eight good times? Eight times. Never seen them lost. The wow. Eight times we went. That was <laughs> Charity Shields. I went to a Charity Shields. League with Cup you. finals. Do you remember when we had Alonso, Gerard, yeah. Crouch? Yeah. We played Chelsea. We beat yeah. Chelsea and then Charity Shield. We were at Brilliant. that game in Wembley. Good um, days, then. Nah, they were, they were unbelievable. I always remember that one, Shabby Alonso, Gerard, and they were mm. they were doing. Remember, yeah, we were at Wembley and they Schlings. were they were zinging oh. it to each other, Jules. Absolute technicians. Yeah. I remember that day. That was when I was like in awe of Gerard. I was like, this geezer. 
Yeah. His, his you won't you won't see another Gerard. Nah, I, I was saying about Billy Wingrove before Jules, yeah. and obviously uh, Guy Seven that's listening. I had the pleasure of meeting Billy from the F2. Um, he is an absolute legend of a guy. Like mm. I couldn't believe how nice he was. He, we want to try and get him on the podcast, which is obviously a busy guy. Yeah. But someone asked him, or oh, out of everyone you've filmed with, who's the best player? And who's the best technical player? And he said it was Gerard by a yeah. mile. And I said, why? And he goes, well, whenever Gerard missed a shot, I'm probably sure everyone that's listening has seen the video on the F2 channel. It's a joke. But when he missed a shot, it was always just by inches. Yeah. Like, it was never just like, no. when we miss, it's like Rose Ed. But he said the consistency of Gerard yeah, fantastic was player. a joke. Is he, is he your favourite ever Liverpool he, player? It, I've always... In the... The early years for me, Dalglish, just fantastic. But in the modern game now, Gerard had everything in his game, everything. But Dalglish is your Dalglish is my hero, and then now um, close as Gerard, yeah. unbelievable. He yeah. carried us when we had a terrible team. Gerard, your your man. Huh? He, we had a bad, bad. We, he never had a good, good players around him. He always had a couple of good players like yeah. Alonso, Torres. That's why we never got yes, over the line with him to with win Deadwood. the Premier League. I was watching a video yesterday and, Ka- and Carragher come out and said he, that was one of the worst Liverpool teams that he was involved with when he was won the Champions League that time. I know. Again, in, again, in Istanbul. He said, like, if you look at that team on paper, that was a poor... Because you finished, like, sixth or something in the yeah. league that year. We didn't have a strong Fifth. team then, you know. Yeah, I know, yeah. and he has won the Champions League. I don't, the Champions I'm, League I'm, that side. To this day. But that's, that's what the but Champions League is about. Like, you don't always need... No. The best team, yeah. the best players, sorry, the best like 11. It's knockout, isn't it? It's knockout. You see, you said the other day, bang. you know, you look how United are struggling, but you wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, they might they go. Got, they they get to the final with that yeah. team. Yeah, hopefully not. Don't say that, <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Arsenal might get Arsenal get there. <laughs> nah, I hope, hope not. You. But yeah, you're dead right. We had some bad teams when yeah. Gerard was around. Yeah. yeah bad, he, bad he did teams. carry you for a couple of years. Carried us. But Tessa, it's great to have you on. So I just want to ask you a little bit about how was Lee as a kid when he was growing up? I know, obviously. Yeah. For me, me, as a young player as well, my dad was pretty much everything to me. He used to be bring me everywhere, do everything for me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And biggest fan, biggest critic as as a dad as well. But what what, what was Lee like as a player growing up? He was very good. Technically very good. You could see when he was about four or five years old. I think we took him... Didn't we take you to Bagot Wanderers? Yeah. When you was about five. And they were just doing some training. And I can't remember who the manager was then. I mean, Tracy was standing there and he threw the ball to you and he watched you with the ball and he said, we can play, can't he? Straight away? Yeah. He said, he, he can play. Anyway, he, I don't, I can't, can't remember how long you, you played with Bagot Wanderers. Uh, it's from about six to nine. Yeah, you were the manager one, yeah. Yeah, they they, they just dropped that straight on me. They said, "Oh, I want you to be the Is manager." I've never managed yeah, before dad, like that. Dad was a manager, yeah. That's yeah. part of it. It was a bit difficult for me. That was. You didn't enjoy the game. management, Tess? Not yeah, really. No, a lot of pressure. Every captain. No. <laughs> captain. Yeah, just captain dropped Nats. it straight on me. Uh. Uh, uh, Lee captain taking corners, taking goal kicks, yeah. throw-ins, <laughs> man of the <laughs> match. Sorry, Lee, I can't give you man of the match today. I'll have to go to what's his yeah. what's his name. Yeah, Lee, look at me go. Oh, I tell you what, though, <laughs> what a team we had. Yeah. Yeah. David McCulley. Well, do you remember when we used to go to competitions with Johnny Fellacello? Yeah. And um, what was this lad's name? Uh, Giovanni. Uh, Giovanni. Yeah. And you know, some of the parents were 
kicking off, weren't they? Because you had you and Giovanni, and they they were coming over and saying, "You've got to take these two yeah, outside. Gio- this Giovanni is unfair. This is too with good." With me. Yeah, was the, the, the parents were just having a go at us. Yeah, yeah. Because they were just when they were getting the ball, just they were just the, couldn't get the ball off them, and then next minute, bang, it was in the net. Yeah, I love <laughs> and it. the parents were going crazy some of the, from the other the other teams. Hey Shane, how good were those tournaments as a kid, though? Really good, aren't they? Very good. Yeah. We, I don't know about about you two guys, but from where, where, where I was from, there was like a tournament once a month, twice mm. a month. No, Dad. You went in Lowe's, You could go anywhere, you? like you go to Liverpool, you go to Manchester, and even in mm. our local area, there was a tournament almost yeah. every week. Did you just play in like a normal league as well, or just? Yeah, we had like a normal league as well. Yeah, yeah. Mate, the tournaments are the best. I felt like you, as a as a player. You two lads had like a similar. Uh, bringing with football, no? Yeah, yeah, similar, like the way it was set up, yeah. yeah. But it might be different in Ireland where he's from yeah. to where I am, so. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have tournaments, Jules, as a kid? Yeah, well, obviously, like, Colombia, football, mad country. Um, but to be honest, like, I have a really bad memory from when, like, I'm nine years so younger, right? So do I, for right? some reason, I, I can't really remember much. But I, but I remember a fair bit about football. Like, I remember, I used, well, I used to have school tournaments all the time, so, like, in school, like you were saying, it's it's massive because every, every male plays football in back home in South America, in Colombia. Everyone plays. So even in your school, like you're always playing tournaments and then mm. with your club, you're playing tournaments and league. So I, d- I remember playing four or five games every weekend, like proper games, because every every age group had so many games. You're just playing, playing, playing. Don't yeah. you feel like that's where you become, like you learn so much because it's just game after game after mm. game. It's just Yeah, like we were just, I, d- I don't remember, honestly, till about the age of 16, 17, I don't remember training sessions. I just remember playing games, games, playing games. games. Mm. Like yeah. Obviously, yeah. we coach a lot now, but I don't remember having any of that sort of coaching, even in a team. I just, games, mm. games, games. Yeah. Played so many games. Yeah, I know. I, like, there's not many tournaments over here. Is there, there isn't any tournaments. Like, you just have your weekly game and that's it. Like, yeah, I, I coach know. now in the 13s, under 13s league here, and you have, what, 30? This season, it's been extended, so you have, like, 30 games. But that's nothing. Mm. Yeah. Hey, Dad. 30 games a whole year. I think I've mentioned this on a podcast before, but do you remember... Um, when I signed for Everton. And <laughs> I think that one of our games was cancelled one weekend. We, 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 when I was at Everton, I'm sure yeah. you can tell the boys, but we did a lot of travelling, didn't we? Did, all over the place. We did a we? lot of travelling. But do you yeah. ever remember that one weekend where we had a game called off and we did, as the parents of the Everton team, we decided to enter a tournament. Tournament, as, that's the one I'm on about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one we're on about. Oh, is that the one you got that on Everton about? side together, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. How old were you when you were at Everton again, Lee? Uh, nine to like nine. 13. Oh, so like okay. eight, I can't yeah. remember, man. my memory's yeah. so yeah. bad, but I was there for a good three, <laughs> four three years. Three or four years you were there. But um, I always mm. remember, lads, I don't know if I've told you about this, and it was banter. We entered like a local tournament, but we were Everton Academy, <laughs> yeah. but we just named, I can't remember what we named it, so one of the parents got us a Brazilian kit. Bandit, that's class. Mate, honestly, yeah, we won Brazilian every kit. game. The big like guy that. with the two, the two twins, remember them? Yeah, yeah. The two blonde haired lads. What were they called, Dad? The two Can't twins. I remember what they were called. The brown boys, the brown, the brown boys. That's them. Oh, hey, lads, I know, I know, just random question, but on the topic, like, I know you guys obviously from the UK, but you know when you were growing up and like, Ireland. you know how you always choose a team? Was like Brazil the team that you always wanted to choose? Oh no! Oh like, no! Like, you know when you like you'd have like a, a little team or a group, and everyone's like, "Oh, okay, pick a country," and everyone back in those days oh, in the nineties was like Brazil, 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 France. Oh, it was France. always France. Yeah, yeah. yeah Brazil used to be huge, like as an yeah, yeah, America, yeah. but they used to win a lot. Yeah. Did you ever have that? Nah, no. we went Brazil in this tournament. Yeah, okay. mm. But That's do you remember that tournament, Dad? We won every won game, everything. right? They Sixteen nil, something like that. 
I was bagging Slag goals that. for fun. We had, I'm telling you now, that Everton team we had. It's though, good, wasn't it? Not, we, beat, we beat everyone even at like, yeah. I'm not just saying this, lads, but we beat everyone mm. even at like academy, academy level. Levels, yeah, yeah we, we, had, we, we had one of the best young players even to this day that I've ever seen, J- John Paul Kissock. Good How player, good JP, dad. Yeah. He was like a, it was like a Messi, but an eleven-year-old Messi. Yeah. It's unbelievable. You get it, go around everyone's squad. I've never, even to this day, from coaching so many kids, I've never seen a player as good. Did as he? Him. Did he end up making a career? He he he, no. he played a few. No, he, he, no, but he played a few times. He got to. A, didn't he play for Dundee or something? He played for Dundee Scotland. in the Scottish yeah. league. Yeah. It's hard. It, it's weird. Like it's crazy that happens, man. It's he didn't grow. We stayed super suit like smaller than Messi. Like small, how, wasn't he? he didn't yeah. grow, but bro, should have seen him on the should ball. Should have seen him on the ball. Player. Any, oh, yeah, anyway, player. just back to that tournament. We reached the semi-final, and the word had got round like who's this team, <laughs> and then mm. eventually someone had clocked or done some research that we were actually Everton Academy. Yeah. So we got kicked out in the semi-final. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They no were way. like uh, the organizer was like. You're actually Everton Academy. You're not who you say you are. Get out. Get out. We got and the, <laughs> yeah. The, the team that we beat in the yeah. quarters like sixteen nil. That's why through. the parents turned around and said There's something right. not right here because yeah. this team's just like Brazil. It <laughs> was a bad idea when you think about it. We were we were just battering everyone. Was it a local tournament or did you Lo- travel? Um, like a local tournament in Liverpool? It was. Oh, right. Can you remember the goal you scored against Man United one I day? I do. Oh, Dad, honestly, the. <laughs> My memory is so bad, but there's yeah. still little things that. that you remember that looking at in. me when you, I said hit it, hit it, and you buried it in the top corner. Against Man United? No, I want to tell the boys about this, actually. <laughs> so, whenever we played United, they had it. Jules, you'll love this. You'll love this. Because <laughs> I know you love this type of stuff. So, when we were at Everton and we played loads of different games, they always played on a small field, like a mm. 7v7 field. But whenever we played Man United, they made us play three quarter because their philosophy at United that time was they wanted the kids to don't know why, but it was remember at United that it was always on a bigger pitch. That's why that goal sticks in my ma- mind. Because that more. defender was coming down on you. And yeah, he but was I was just so about how to far tackle out you. was like that because the pitch was huge. It's huge. Yeah. So imagine he was like catching chucking. you with the pace, wasn't he? I said to Mum, "He needs to hit it. He needs to hit it." Yeah, now. I hit it from <laughs> like right on the edge of the box. He was and he hit it with his right foot. He just went like an arrow in the top corner. Get in, me on the sideline. I was like Zebedee. My dad yeah, was because <laughs> it was against United. Knee slide. One nil we won. I scored like last kick of the yeah. game. Two, I think two one you won. Against two, two, two one, one it was. Against the you, score. you got the winner. No, I'll, I'll tell you a little story, and I want to actually, I want you to talk about this as well, Dad. But whenever I played, I always looked. At, I do you do the same, Shane? Do what? Whenever you played a game, you always look to see where your dad was or not. Yeah, I, I want to ask. I want to ask Tez about that. But yeah, so I, I'll just go back to that United one, and then you can ask my dad. So I got. Slipped in on a three-quarter size field, so it's huge. Huge, yeah. So, like, uh, imagine a 10, 11-year-old trying to ping it from, like, way far out the box, but my right foot was good. And I launched it straight in top bins, but I looked at my dad, because I always used to look at my dad when I scored, and he was just running up and down. But when you played, did you ever have, like, a little glance to see a little glance, it, All the time. Yeah. <laughs> and even though now, now, now this is what I, something I always talk about with our our sessions and our players so we coach players and even in in the sessions yeah. you can see if something's not going right they're always looking on the fence yeah, I mean, like you boys got to stop saying anything yeah what you boys did it as well then no I know yeah. I know I know it's but it's I don't know I don't why is that though why? only during games dad? though Jules no, like, I would never look at my dad when I was training yeah no. It's just only if I've like scored only when I walk out I wanted to see where my dad was yeah. only when I walk out not during the game 
And then if I scored a banger, I'd just always look over to my dad. Was I it? used to, if you was having a bad game, I used to scream at you sometimes, didn't I? <laughs> Did yeah, you just put him under pressure? Were, were you hard on Lee? Sometimes, yeah, because I knew what he was capable of doing. Yeah, and yeah. sometimes he, he'd have bad games. He was, he just wasn't in it at all. And I'd be screaming, "Come on, Lee!" And Tracy'd be, you know, digging me in the side, saying, "Leave off him! Leave off him! Just let him play." Because you realise now. The more you shouted and screamed at him, you just put him under so much pressure. I know, yeah. You know, I know. As a parent, you want him to do well. You want him to do well, because the first time he signed for Everton, and we took him home, and he was only seven then, and he was sitting in his bedroom, and I went up in his bedroom and I said, "Have you realised what's just happened today, Lee?" I said, "You've signed at Everton Academy." I said, "This is big, really big." As long, I want you to go to Liverpool, but it doesn't <laughs> matter. It doesn't matter who you go to. But this is big, and he's looking at me, and and you can see in his eyes, he he's nodding his head, but he's only young. He doesn't, doesn't re- now he realises because he turns around and says to me, "I didn't work hard enough, Dad." Yeah. And I I understand where he's coming from. If you've got to, if you want it, you've got to work hard for it. Hundred percent. I think that's spot on. But like <laughs> you said, off air, you reckon it was the physical, uh, and you physical. Think- I think. When he was at Wrexham, and I think he enjoyed his football better at Wrexham because he seen more of the ball as a defender. Because when we went to Wrexham, they said to me, what's his best position? I said, striker. I said, he knows where the net is. Mm. And after a few weeks, he stuck him in defence. I thought, what the hell are they doing? Yeah. But what he just adapted. The stage striker but so you went from striker to... Bro, I, lads, I know, I know you boys are going to have me here, but I can finish. Yeah, yeah. Me you and can. Shane can yeah. finish. I had a great eye for goal. Jules yeah. can't finish. Me and, <laughs> yeah. Shane, me, and Shane, me and Shane can finish. Jules is terrible. <laughs> Tez can finish. But what I struggled with when I went to Wrexham, Dad, when it was off, the offside rule, I couldn't grasp it. Yeah. At really? like 13, 14, I kept yeah. getting caught offside. <laughs> mm. well, well, how'd you do? I wonder what would have happened if I'd have saved striker, Dad. Huh? Yeah. Who knows? Don't know, do you? I feel it's like you, you need that. See, even Joey put you in the reserves, didn't he? What do you mean, physicality? How bad are you now? <laughs> yeah, you probably would. <laughs> you're, you're a weakling, Tez. Um, but that's what I thought. You, you, you lacked a little bit of pace. Physically, don't say that to Lynn. Physically, at the that. back, you got muscled out of it a bit. And I think that's what Wrexham seen at the end. But even though Wrexham turned around and said they had to let you go because they didn't have no money. Yeah, yeah. Is it, it's, it's just the little things, isn't it, that... I feel like it, uh, it, you need a bit of luck uh, along Definitely. the way. You need that a bit goes of luck. A long, long way. And everybody says it. You listen to podcasts. There's no one that hasn't had a bit of luck during the career or someone yeah. to really take a liking to you and give you a chance. Well, do you remember when we went to Everton when you was training at Belfield, was it? Yeah, Belfield. Yeah. And the Irish lad who coached it at the time, can't remember his name now. Was he Irish? Yeah, it was an Irish lad. Lovely lad. And. What was his name? I can't remember his name now. I can't remember any of my um, coaches. But we turned up one morning, Belfield, and there was hundreds and hundreds of kids everywhere. And I said to Trace, what the hell's going on here? There's, there's kids everywhere. There was a big tournament on, tournament on. But I said to the Irish lad, um, how many is here this morning in this, this tournament you're having? He said, probably about, we've got about 300 kids here today, different age groups. And I said, I mean, I said to him, uh, the 300 that's here and I bet, I bet there's there's loads of talented little kids here he said there is he turned around and said out the 300 you probably three will make it I've got, you watch today 
Wow. It's like a conveyor belt. United's, Liverpool, Arsenal, Tottenham, Cities. It's a conveyor belt. Massive, isn't it? It's massive. Wow. Oh, it, it, yeah, the percentages are real small. Like in it's the Premier 1%. League. 1% yeah. of well, less yeah. than 1% it is that yeah 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 and uh, and it it's funny to think of them players that you grew up playing with that were the best players at 11 12 and yeah none of them would have do you know what I mean there's not lots of them that have kicked on and, and made something that's it that's what scares me because I played with that John Paul Kissock the best kid I've he ever seen he? and he, he no disrespect but I thought he was going to take the world by storm mm. like he was that just good. didn't and we played Liverpool, didn't, United. Didn't make we it played anymore, every other Premier League academy, mm. and he was the best player by a country mile. It's like and a little Maradona, wasn't he? He still, yeah, he mm. still didn't get there, mate. So it's, it's like, it's crazy. I think what was against him was his size and his. Sp- he was wasn't quick enough. That's, why, that's like, why I'm adamant that it's all mentality to get you to yeah. the top. So he still had like based on the age that he was, he still had such a long road. Obviously, yeah. you always mm. expect that talent to take him the whole way, but like you say, you were there till you're ten or eleven, right? So, yeah, he still, had, a, he still yeah. had at least six years before pro. Yeah. And those last two or three years are, like, very, very important. Yeah. yeah. Jules, I want to ask you about that, actually, and, and maybe you can get my dad on this. What do you think is the most important year where you, like, where you look at a player and you're like, nah, he's going to go pro? Because I would look at that JP and be like, if he doesn't make it, yeah. what, I, I, what's going on? But I actually, now that looking back at that and now that I'm a coach, I just feel like 14, 15, 16, 17 are the most important Pause. years. Yeah. Because you're going through all the growth I would changes. say 12 to 16, something like that is, is the important would, ones. What you say, 12? 12 to 16. I think, 12, I, I think 12 has nothing to do with it. That's just no. my personal opinion. I just feel like when your body's fully changing into mm. a teenager and you get more distractions, Shane, like birds, going out, alcohol, yeah. all your other mates might want to be doing this and you've got football... I just feel like that's the most important age where you've got to actually yeah. start dominating. What do you think, Jules? To be honest, bro, I think there's, for me, there's like three parts, three ages. First one is like that 12-year-old year age is more about like you have to have some sort of talent, quality, talent. even like that kid that yeah. you're talking mm. about, right? Like, or think back when you were that age, you had to have ability already. Like you can't get to 12 and just be nothing and think, oh, I still got eight years. Then you've got the age that you're saying where we get to like 16, 17 and all the distractions come in and then can you make that break between that age and first grade or pro but then even at pro for me between the ages of like 20 to 22 you can either stay there or just disappear altogether yeah. it happens to yeah. a lot of players at that age 21, mm-hmm. 22 they've got the world at their feet even and then they just disappear and they're just like they're still playing pro but it, who knows where they are it happens to a lot of players bro. Yeah. like for me I would just they were probably unbelievable, but imagine, like, imagine how good like Neymar, Ronaldo, Messi, and all that when they were eight, nine, and ten. Do you think they would have been? Um, they would have stood out back then as well. Or? I think so. You think so? Yeah, yeah for sure. All right, yeah. let's say someone. Neymar, like, Neymar was there like razzling at sixteen, seventeen years old in Santos. There's in always the, exceptions, though. Mm. What about let's say what about Jordan Henderson then? No. But what I'm saying is, he, he would have been resort team. What about like James Milner? But like, if you saw them at resort team, my estate. But if you saw them at like 12, 13, like they wouldn't be a bum. They would still play a bit. They just wouldn't stand out. Like they would have had some sort of talent. Maybe not like that individual talent where they stand out. But you can't get to the ages of 12 and 13 and be a bum and all of a sudden decide that you're going to play football. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. you pick up a lot of your individual talent doing what we were talking about before, like playing on yeah. the streets, mucking yeah. around. 
mm. taking on rocks everything like that's that's that age those ages you pick up so much of your natural individual yeah. talent i think that's why Tez had picked it up, just yeah. caught an inside. You had a good little whip on you, didn't you, Tez? Mm. With your right foot. Right is that foot. where you got it from, Lee, you reckon? Well, that's where you got it I from. I know where I got it from. I, I'm, I'm, I was quite surprised my dad hasn't mentioned it, but when I was a kid, uh, seven, Remember eight, nine, the goals ten, built, yeah. yeah, my dad handmade a pair of goals with nets on it. But that's how it works. Like a full like size, right? I mean. Yeah. Like, you know, the outside foot thing. Yeah. Like, I remember being, obs- not obsessed, but I can't remember why, but I just... I just remember Quaresma, like watching Quaresma, and I used to just do it at school mm. on the breaks and just use my outside of the foot yeah. all the time. Oh, you're worldly at that. But well. it just like, but it became That's so tough, that. I can't do it, Shaz. Yeah. No, you need, need ligaments in your ankles. And <laughs> yeah. I haven't had some since <laughs> 16. No, but my dad built <laughs> handmade goals for me, Shane, yeah, and he, he put brackets on the house for the crossbar to sit on. To sit on so the, the crossbar just sit on the bracket. Got a set of nets, didn't we? Set of net and wooden, wooden, wooden posts. Dad would go and goal. It's oh, it's weird how similar we are. Like. Yeah. Really? I, I, yeah. Honestly. Yeah, but I told you, boys if, had a very similar If you, get, if you ask Ryan, there wasn't a weekend that we didn't try and make some sort of goals. Like, we had pin, but, like, you know what I mean? I was fascinated with box nets, you know, like, yeah. having the nets oh, yeah. square. Yeah. yeah. So, we, we had this rope that was going about 25 metres into the next door garden, <laughs> hanging <laughs> off a tree, <laughs> which would box our nets. Yeah. It was just, I don't know, it was just, just low oh, football. Speaking of that, like, Rhino, his brother, a good player, Hey. Your brother's a good yeah, player, like good, good striker. You he can bagged two for Ricky's team the other day. He's what? Ryan Did he? Oh, he's playing with you. Yeah, yeah he came, a good do you know player. what? He came on, he goes... <coughs> his brother's a big tall... Oh, you met him. Striker. You can see it when, he, when he's come down and he's had a few shots. Ricky, Ryan, if you're watching this, you had a huge argument uh, when we went yeah. out the other day about it's who would win a header. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> Ryan, if you're listening, Ricky just had you on toast, mate. He was just winding you up. Is yeah. Ricky playing? Player manager? It, $500, I'll win a header. Right yeah, because Ricky player got, manager? Yeah, yeah. Oh I think it got God. to 1,000 that Ricky'd win 3 out of 5 <laughs> went to, I know, it got to 1,500 or something. But it was yeah. funny though, because the day before the game with Ryan last week, I said, oh, if you score tomorrow, what, what's your celebration going to be? And we're, like obviously he's a big Leeds fan as well, and we, we love when Eddie and Ketty was there. Oh, yeah. So Ryan came on, we were 1-0 down, and Ryan came on half time and scored <laughs> after about five minutes, and then he gave it, gave it to Eddie in pre-season. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Oh, Eddie. Oh, no, but that, my dad used to go in goal. Just ro- he used to just roll it. Oh, he used to roll just it. Throw soft, it out here, didn't I? And I used to come on to it and send it, boys. <laughs> but I like, remember, I could, didn't use my left, did I? So you used to take my, hide my right boot and then I used to go out. <laughs> That's class, all right. That's I yeah. said to you, take we, your right boot off, didn't I? He hid it. You, yeah. Yeah, I remember you used to hide it so it forced me to kick it with the left Yeah. and then uh, you used, we used to just, uh, that's how I got good with my left cause mm. I, just I said just keep hitting left. it with your left didn't I? you were a terrible keeper though who? no you were alright oh, I pulled some good saves oh, off with you some, some of them you started to get that good you just started to bend them straight past me yeah, yeah, couldn't get near them whip it shots, well, I used to love playing goalkeeper when I was younger yeah I know I even did like I remember one year maybe in under 13s or something I, I did like I joined the goalkeeper training part of my club I was going every Wednesday, putting the gloves on, sure being goalkeeper. Yeah. I used to love being it's goalkeeper. The best, and then it? it is good. But then I remember, I remember one training session, like with a normal team, we ended up playing a game, and then we only had one keeper, and someone asked me to go in goals. I oh, no, sorry, they asked who wanted to be in goals. I was like, yeah, I'll go. I was like, oh, this is it. Like, if I like it, could be the one. Literally ten minutes in, I was like, I couldn't wait to get on the field. Next yeah. ball I got, I just threw it and started dribbling. <laughs> like, and that's when I realized that goalkeeper brain for me. Shaz. I was just thinking then, I used to love that. So I think that's where we created a really good bond though, wasn't it? Mm. Just playing football mm. for hours. Well, look where it's got you now. I know, I want to actually, I, it makes me sad that 
I, I can't have that. But I'm thinking, yeah. if Mia wants to play football, I actually just want to go on the backfield now. Kick the ball. And just with kick. Yeah. But you but still you still do that with her because we're I, doing a couple oh yeah. of weeks ago. Just I could do that with kids. Mia, but I think with today's kids, and this is nothing against Mia, she'd probably want the iPad after half an hour. <laughs> Whereas yeah. I, I'm not joking, we actually did that for like four or five hours until yeah, mum sure. shouted us in for, for dinner. Mm. Like we would back. go for hours and hours. We couldn't get you in as a kid when you was on that field. We couldn't yeah, get you in. Football. Playing Wembley. What mm. game? You know Wembley, Jules? No, I think that's very English. Call heads and volleys. Yeah, no, no, Wembley, when it's like, you've got 12 oh, players, yeah. knockout, yeah, you yeah, score and you go into yeah, the next yeah. round. You call that knockout. Mm. You've got knockout. Why is that a game that you used to play? I used to play a lot of that. Yeah, so it was like, say the four of us were playing, yeah. if Tez scores and you score, yeah, and then, play then, it's down, it's then it's 1v1, if class. we score. I can't remember what we call it, but yeah, yeah. That was yeah. You can class. do 1v1s, you can go in partners. Yeah, the partner one was the best, bro. We used to play all the time. Just one goal, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were about 10 partners. Yeah, we we got oh, game. in the box game with Dion Dublin oh. <laughs> West Ham we used to play as well I, I I have fond memories of that dad like I say memories bad yeah. but I always remember the, that is definitely where I learnt my technique just hitting thousands and thousands I'm, Jules we, we talk about this a lot because Jules and I played for Rydlemere last year dad yeah. as you know and then two years ago the three of us actually mm. played together but me and him because we, we're big up with the business on technique yeah like our motto is technique above everything. So we feel like if you want to be a modern modern footballer, you've got to have the technique now. Mm. There's just no questions about that. And we used to get so frustrated, then we sometimes playing for Ryder because there's, there's players you, there's players that can't kick it properly. No. And you're like, you're it's playing. Crazy, bro. I, I, I know that's. I know that. I'm not. You're not obviously not going to name names, but like. It's not. It's not the they highest can't kick level. It properly. It's not the highest level, but players are getting paid to play football. Yeah. And some of them, yeah, like they can't kick it. If you ask them to like kick the ball straight from here to there yeah. or 30 yards they can't do it no. they can run though yeah but they can run they can run and that's what's frustrating yeah. it's like te- technique wise it's technique it's, isn't it it's pretty poor over yeah. here but the, the get a, you get I good athletes I never found Michael Owen skillful he was just quick yeah yeah, yeah. very yeah, very he quick finish, though. Hey? it's a good point but he was good at goal scoring though. yeah he knew but where yeah. the net was and he was quick but yeah. technically he wasn't that good yeah there's a lot of players I've, like that I've just got one more question for you, Tez. What you obviously have been around football for most of your life. So, what, what do you think the difference is between the game now and when when you were growing it's up? It's a great kid? question. That that it's for me. It, it's obviously a lot more physical and, and a lot more quicker now. Yeah, yeah. The, the players are a lot more fitter and a lot more quicker. Is it more physical though? Because no, from a speed point you go back <coughs> so 30, 40 years like ago and you watch some of them players get tattled. The physical side of it, wow. Now, you just can't touch the player now, can you? And he's down, free kick. It's so annoying, that is. Yeah. But, but for me, years ago, it was very, very physical. Very physical. Do, do you think it's fair then to like compare players, say, in the 70s and the 80s to players now? Because I, I, I always have that argument. I don't think... I think it's a complete different game than what it was now to, yeah, to then, you know? So it's like people on about Maradona and yeah. like Pele and all Pelé this. And all I'm like, they're... But there's certain it, players, like you're talking about technique, right? Like a Maradona, Pele, that yeah. you put them in this era, yeah. they match them physically. They're yeah. going to be... Like Maradona was... But Maradona's the best player. player I've ever seen. Yeah? Better than Messi? Um, yeah. Maradona was yeah. a Messi's, player. Messi's quicker with his feet... But you watch Maradona, when they tried to knock him over and foul him, he wouldn't go down. 
He was just his but, balance yeah. was unreal. I'd he, love to see that Shane chuck a, 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 a Pele and a Maradona in the modern team. I think the modern day player, the modern, the modern era for me, Messi. But when I watched Maradona, he was he was just yeah. on a different level. But, that guy, unbelievable. But that's what I was going to say. Well, Shane, you reckon? You reckon the modern players are better? Yeah, I think so. I, I think a good player in the in like say that the seventies, eighties would struggle to get in. Yeah, would, would struggle. To get into them, like yeah, but if know. you put one of those players in the modern era, what's gonna change? Like they're gonna have the same athletic training that they have now, so they'll probably be the same. All that's changed is the yeah, physical, yeah. like the the sports science part of it. Mm. But like you look, you can't do any. You can't teach anyone the talent that Maradona had. No, the talent that Pele had, the talent that Cruyff yeah. had. See, Pele I was mean, just like, before I, I my know, time. One of, one of my favorite players was Riquelme. From Argentina. Oh yeah, hell of a you know player. what a lot and of people say to this day is the most natural player they've ever seen was George Best. Well, well I, I was, was, was that's weird. I was going to say clips of him. He was he was unreal. But George Best was an alcoholic. Hmm. He was an alcoholic, and he was like big on his drink before games and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but, football, but he'd still like go out and play. So like, yeah. Now you wouldn't get away with no, anything. Of course, that's what I'm saying. If if they like, if you put him the same physically as their players are now, it'd be a different story. Yeah. Yeah. I've always been really interested in that, Shaz. Really interested to see how the modern plays. But obviously, Dad, you've seen it. We haven't. Yeah. You've seen. That's why. That's why I love that question, Shane. Because well, they interviewed Phil Neal, didn't they, many years ago when he? I think he played against Maradona, and I can't remember if it was a, a semi-final or. And they interviewed Phil Neal at the, the end of the game. I can't remember what the score was now when England played um, Argentina. And the. This commentator said about Maradona, and he said to Phil Neal, "How did you find him?" He said, "The guy was incredible. You just couldn't get near him. You just could not get near him. You just didn't know which way he was going to go. Mm. He would send you one way. He was gone the other way, and he'd done that to every defence. Mm. It was it was un- unbelievable. He was. Did oh, you did, did you watch that game live with the handball? Yes, I watched that. Yeah. yeah, very, very clever how we done that. <laughs> <laughs> he just jumped with Shilton and put his hand at the back of his Fantastic. head. Fantastic. Yeah. Just clipped the top of his fingers so it went over Shilton into wow. the back. But Spirit. then he made up for that about twenty minutes after when he just ran th- clean the through the team. England team, where no player could get near him. And just slotted the ball home. And I stood there. Me dropped. Me jaw just dropped. And I thought, how <laughs> the hell has he just done that? Oh, yeah. yeah, and. It, just reminds me, there's one other thing is the pitches back then. Yeah. Pitches back then weren't Pitches great. were bad. And, and the balls were You look at the pitch. Later. You go to any of the big grounds now and look at the pitches. It's like this, this snooker table here. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just table. unbelievable. They get it like that. Unbelievable. You look yeah. at Anfield many years ago and it was just a, a quagmire. It was all mm. mud, no grass. Yeah. I know. Foggy, full of Mad snow. How they do that that takes now. a lot of skill then to be good on them pitches. Jules, surely you've got a question for my dad. About me, when I hear some gossip. <laughs> Put me on the spot that I wasn't even thinking about. Yeah, it. surely Shaz has got all the questions. Yeah, he's done a bit of research there, old Shane. What was Lee like in school? Oh, God. Yeah, he was. Average? Bad work. He was. He me, I was bad, bad in school. Like, up here. I was in bad in school. I was bad. I messed about. All I was interested in school was PE, football. football. <laughs> but he. If you look at him now, I think, where does he get it from? Because he's, he's switched on now. He knows what he's doing. That's true. But in school, he messed about. Because many a times, Tracy School's says overrated, Tessa. Eh? School's overrated. Yeah. It's overrated. Yeah. But, you know, he's Need got through it and 
I'm so proud what he's done now. What he's doing now is mm. unbelievable. Yeah, it's great. But he, he was he was hard work in school. He, many a times he'd come home and it's, we'd have reports of him messing about and this oh that, and the other. But what were what was parents' evening like that? Oh my God! Me and yeah. Stacey walking there, we our heads would be down. And thought, what we what we going to expect here now? I know. It's just that. I, yeah. I remember. I would always sit like I knew I was coming, so I'd always sit up in my room, look out the window, and then my man and dad come back in the car. The minute I get out of the car, I know. <laughs> it, I know whether to run or else I can come down the stairs and then you know if they weren't talking or something I'm like oh here we go I always <laughs> remember that I always remember this I'm probably not going to tell the story because it's, it's really bad but do you remember it was my birthday one year in primary school and I had all the lads coming back after yeah and um, I did something really bad you know what it's like Jules when I get super super excited Oh, let's yeah 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 let's just say that we were playing football on the yard and um yeah i got naked I i'll just leave that. it at that <laughs> you score like, yeah I'll, yeah I, I slotted no. one bottom in so no, no, it basically it was playing time change that All right, i'll tell it i'll tell it carolina's gonna be fuming but i'll tell it <laughs> when i was a kid and we were in school i we, were, we used to just obviously play football yeah. and i was playing football like I got I got way too excited because I knew all the lads were coming to my house, <laughs> and I know J- Jules is laughing now because he he knows what I'm like when I get so really now. excited. Shane, you know what I'm like. So I got naked and started playing naked <laughs> on the yard. <laughs> yeah, about 25 years later, nothing's changed. No, no. Honestly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you, there's like obviously hundreds of kids on the yard. <laughs> so I'm so saying, and, and, and what what things coming next, Shane? There's always one grass, isn't it? There's oh. always one person. You have to explain go. what a grass is because this not grass, a common, uh, this yet. grass, I remember the name. I'm not going to mention it, but she snitched on me. Because <laughs> if she had a snitch, I had a great day that day, Tess. Yeah. What well, she snitched? Did you get like second half naked or like how long? Did no, you play it was naked? like it was like a 20 minute break. Well, you're naked I got well the whole time. Because the lads were coming around anyway. This chick, it was a chick. Shock! Shock! It was a chick that snitched on me. She goes straight to the headmasters, not not like the any you know like you had teachers on the yard. Yeah, yeah. She went straight to the headmaster's to office. The Excuse me, Lee's playing football and he's naked. The headmaster comes out, sees me whipping it top ends with me. Uh, <laughs> anyway, he phones mum. He phones Tracy straight away, right? And my mum used to, whenever whenever I was in deep trouble, I always used to go to my mum. My dad would be fuming. Yeah, but if I if I knew I could get away with it, I'd get away with it with my mum, not my dad. Anyway, he phoned my mum and she came to pick me up at the end of the school. Headmaster grabbed her. Lee's been doing this, this and this. <laughs> Honestly, I actually thought my mum was gonna disown me. She was how bad was she? She was fuming. She was mm. she said she was so embarrassed when she was telling him what I did. None of the lads came round. I was <laughs> well, I got You know when you get grounded for a week, but normally your parents let you off after a day or whatever. Yeah. I was fully grounded for a week. Yeah, Mum yeah. didn't speak to me. She was so, so embarrassed. Like, I was, I was gutted. What a story. But that's how bad I was in school. Like, I used to just do what? the maddest well, stuff. What's going through your head there to think, you know what, I'm buzzing, the lads are coming, so I'm going <laughs> to get my gear off in, in, the, in the yard. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, we're born naked. That's, that's the only way you can I'm not sure Mum mentioned that to me, you know. Did she not tell you that? I think she left it for a, a long while. Sure. She up. said Lee's been playing that's football on the yard and he was naked. Yeah. yeah, I was get I got way too excited and yeah. I was just getting me getting my still got excited I'm just now. Featuring him in America. That oh, is no, that's no. what I'm big But I remember Mum was Well you remember many times when we used to go out for a meal? 
from a restaurant. Yeah, Me, Mum, Emma, you. And you was only, what, five? And wherever we went, that was it. You'd just start messing about in the restaurant. Running naked. around the tables. Get naked, getting all the tables, naked, disappearing, Kill making a noise. And Mum would just put the knife and fork down and says, come on, we're going home. And I'd say, oh, finish the meal, we're going home. She used to put me I, in the corner just, of the restaurant sometimes. We can't control him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, just, she, she, she'd get in the car, she'd be in tears. Too highly charged, aren't you, Lee? Hey, Dad, I've got a question for you because you've been with me uh, for the last like, 10 oh days. Oh, my God. Do you think there's a bit of me here in me? 100%. <laughs> live wire. Oh, she's so 100%. lively. Because this is the first time I've met her and been with her and I thought, wow, well, she's alive. first time you've met her. Since she can... Yeah, yeah. And when she doesn't... She's like him because... She doesn't get her own way. She just goes into a complete paddy. <laughs> that's how he was. She has got my energy for sure. Uh, Oi, Evan, that's listening. She's left-footed, so I'm buzzing she? with that. Yeah, mm. she she sings it with the left. I don't know she if I want it. me here to play football though. Uh, listen, it's her choice. She can do whatever she wants. She can go to the moon. tennis, snooker, squash. Yeah, squash. Squash, play squash. squash with her granddad. Because I tell you what, when that when that get, game gets older, the bug, you want more and more. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. Because you 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 don't want individual. It's addictive, yeah. So you can get to a certain standard yourself, and you're just playing another person on the court. So that's why I got into it. I was so competitive in it, and I did come across a lot of yeah. guys who were really good, and I really got stuck into them. And then um, Lee's obviously people know if if they know Lee, Lee's a really good golfer. You, you were never a golfer, Tess? No, couldn't play so the how game. Saved my life. Never tried. The only through school golf side to it I done was a bit of putting was it yeah and no, that wasn't competitive you're terrible at that Ted. just no, yeah, not for I was you but poor at that there's only a load of load of us on the castle and we'd have a bit of a competition we'd yeah, make a yeah. bit of all the little flag in it and just do this little bit of chipping And but I never got into it I, could, I couldn't hit it I couldn't hit it to save my life you but you watch him but when we took him to a golf range in Chester which is 15 minutes down the road from the house we took him to a uh, a range driving range and he, he was about nine at the time eight nine, or nine yeah. and he was walking down the shop and the guy said oh can i help you i said i oh, was just looking mate i said my lad likes to play golf anyway we got talking soon our lead picked up this old it was an old woman's really driver old an one. old thing it was oh no a wooden thing Smart and he said can he play i said yeah he can hit it quite well so the guy took him outside to the range so he picked up five golf balls and put one down. He said, hey, yeah, mate, hit that. So he stood there and watched him. Whack. So he looked at me and Tracy. Hit that one. Whack. Hit that one. Whack. Centimeter. Anyway, he hit the five of them. <laughs> he looked at me and Tracy. He said, uh, what else does he do? I said, loves his football. He said, forget your football. He's got it. I said, really? He said, he's got it. Put the boots he away. He said, you put him to a, a proper coach now and... Push him all the way, he will go all the way. He wow. said, he's got it. I said, honestly. So he said, to, he said to Lee, he said, uh, what else do you do, mate? He said, football, love me football. He said, I'm telling you now, he said, you can play golf. Uh, uh, I like me football. <laughs> that that's it. So that's I always, always sticks in my mind now. <laughs> well, I slung it. With this. I, I'm a bit of an aqua golfer. That's all I do, lads. <laughs> golf. Jules is a Vegas golfer. <laughs> I've got, I've, I've got a question you it's got a bit a of a sentimental one just to change it up a bit right all the boys will like know it like relate to this as well how, how is it for you and obviously Trace living in the UK and then having Lee all the way here 
because we're all in the same boat when it comes to our parents good question having our parents away from here difficult um yeah. it i've found it difficult tracy's found it really hard um obviously he finished with wrexham he was i'd come up and work he was on the sofa he was in tears he was 18 at the time he was gutted and i put my arm around him i said all's not lost mate but he said where do i go from here now dad and I was, I just couldn't think at the time. I said, something will pop up. Anyway, a few weeks had gone by and Tracy said, he's thinking of going over to Australia. What? How come? I said, he's, he's thinking of going to do some coaching in Australia. I said, no way. Anyway, I didn't think much of it at the time. A few more weeks gone down the line. So he said, uh, he's got his ticket, you know, for, for Australia. He's going. I thought, bloody hell. Anyway, I thought, Christ, he's going to Australia. Keep out of that water, them sharks. <laughs> um, but when when we took him to the airport, with Sean was with you, wasn't he? Yeah, I went with Sean. Yeah. Uh, it was it was difficult, but when he had to turn and, and go after checking, it was hard. Yeah. It was hard going home. I thought to myself, "Is he going to come home?" So he said, "He won't come home." You know, I'm telling you now. I said, "No." I said, "Give it twelve months, he'll come home." And. Um, he said no he won't come home anyway when we seen pictures of him by the beaches and having a bit of fun so he said I'm telling you now he's not going to come home He'll, that's the life for him and I, it was it was difficult to accept even though when you think about it it's 20, 20 hours on the plane you can come and see him or he could come and see us but when I see him happy what he's doing what he's doing here He's got a lovely little kid, lovely house, lovely wife, and I'm so proud of him. I think if he was back home, what would he be doing? He wouldn't be having a life like this. No. No chance. And, and all the people at home say to me, when I say to him, he went over to do a bit of coaching, he said, Christ, that's a brave move, wasn't it? I said, look at him now. I know. And I said, that is a that is a, a very, very brave move. I said, They said, how old was he? I said, how was he, 23? 20, I was 22, 23. 20. Yeah, I um, didn't go straight from leaving Rex. But I don't, no mistake, it's it's been hard for me and Tracy because when we got back home, Tracy went straight into his bedroom and she was smelling his clothes in the wardrobe and she just broke into tears. Oh, so yeah. he's not going to come home, I'm telling you. I said, he'll be home, he'll be home. But it's been difficult, but I look back now and I think what he's achieved and I think, well, when he was kicking that ball in the field with me, it's paid off. Definitely, yeah. Brilliant. He's right. Can't be, be super, super proud, proud of him. It's fantastic. We do sit there sometimes and think, "Oh, I wish he was here. We miss him." But we know where he is. He's happy in what he's doing. It's the main thing. I because there's not, to be honest with you, back home at Britain, there's not a lot there for him. <laughs> what he can do out here. And then you look at what that lad said in America. Come out here, Lee. He said, "Whatever you're doing in Australia, you can earn double here, mate." Yeah. Yeah. I think. Um I don't know, I think I was obviously 22 mm. and you've got no ties, I'm sure the boys don't no. know, like you've got no ties and you don't really think about that type of stuff, you're just like, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to yeah. do this, but now that I have my own kid, obviously with Mia, and the love that you have for that kid, and then yeah. if Mia was to say, I'm going to live in America, I know, I now know exactly how it how you mm. would probably feel and to add to your question Jules there's so many times when I feel so guilty 
for being over here. There's just like, you know, for example, that when Granddad passed away. Yeah. It, it was the worst feeling. Yeah. Mm. Ever. Like, I can't describe how how guilty I felt being stuck here. Mm. And I always remember you and mum saying, oh, Granddad wouldn't want you to spend yeah. all this money to come back to for come his back. funeral. And yeah. I, I, that, that will never, ever go away from me. No. The way it made me feel when mm. I was here and you guys were there, it was just... But I know I have a lot of friends that are in the same boat, like Lino, Jay. Yeah. Um, some good friends over there. We have loads, like Right Hardy, like a lot of my mates are from the UK as well. And yeah. They're in the same boat as well. So, like, that made it a little bit easier. But yeah. I think it never gets any easier. It only gets harder. Hard, yeah. I'm sure you're the same, Shane, Jules. Jules, like, when was the last time you seen your mum? Before COVID, yeah. Yeah. I think he's been longer, Shane. Yeah, Shane, Shane you're even Yeah, yeah. it's been like, but I was four asking, years. like I was asking a lot more, obviously, well, what you said, because you now know it from a parent's point of view. And, mm. and I feel like it's a lot harder for the parent than for the yeah. kid. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. They, do, do you know what you kills me is, yeah. and, in, and like you said, it never gets easier, is what kills me is just saying goodbye again. Mm. So, like, Say I, I haven't seen my family for four years now and yeah. like I could go back, you know, and everything will be feel normal again. Mm. And then you know when it when it's getting to that day or two before you're gone, like I start to think, here we go. And then it's like it's just the uncertainty of, you know, because you're you we are opposite side of the world. That's it. And it's not like yeah. you know, if anything so ever Chase, happens. Trace will struggle when next week when we go, you know, back to the airport. Proper yeah, get, it be, is hard. I hate that. It's tough, but but it's it great. Hard. You know, we might come back. Hopefully, we can come back out Christmas time, which it comes like that, doesn't it? Time flies, doesn't it? Yeah, do it. Hopefully, a bit of sun that time as well. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my God. Absolute. Please let there be a bit of sun. Yeah. I love. Great question, Jules. Great question. Yeah, it's good in that one. Got a bit I know it's hard. That yeah. I know. Mum struggles a lot. Mum struggles with it. Um, I, I'm saying that though. If it was Mia, I'd just want whatever's best for Mia. Mm. I just want to add to that as well. There's, there's some of my friends, their parents give them such a hard time, such a hard time. And they make, you know, sometimes make them feel really bad for being here. And, and you and mum have never, ever done that with me. Yeah. Never, you've never done that with me. You've always supported everything that I've done. Yeah. And I know with some of my friends, their, their parents give them yeah. a hard time for being here. And I've never had that, and I'm super, super blessed and lucky that mm. you and mum have always supported. I'm not a parent, yeah, but I think as a parent, you only kind of want what's best for your kids. Mm. And I think you and Tracy understand that yeah. for what Lee is doing, and Lee, yeah. this is like, you know, this is where he needs to be. Sometimes you know? I think to yourself, why did he go over to Australia and stay there? You yeah, know, yeah. but he, he done the right decision. Yeah, because sure. he has. It's, there wasn't a lot of home for him. He, he could have gone into a, like a boring job with what I do with the council. I don't, I don't think I have told you this, but the very first time I came back to Flint, there was, um, what, what was it for? Remember, no, when I surprised you. You knocked the door. Oh my God, that was when that I was first brought though. Carolina back, huh? Yeah. Cause I Freezing cold guys, morning, hailstoning. Yeah, because I knew in my head that I wanted to marry you Carolina. Just, yeah. You, you said to us, you've come back to see if you've made the right decision, that and you said, it. yes, I have. I've told you that as well, Shane. Yeah. yeah. He, I met Carolina, I met Carolina, and I knew that she was the one, unfortunately, raging. <laughs> you know what I mean? Only joking. I love you, babes. Do you remember, you don't remember when you first showed the, the photo of 
Carolina with her arms round you at the party and uh, mum had the phone and, and she said who's this girl with, with her arms round him she's oh, like yeah. this Tracy who's this with her arms round him I don't <laughs> like this <laughs> who's <laughs> this and I looked and I said well she's got her arms round him and and he said, oh, it's just a friend at the moment. Oh, that was when she was nine out of ten as well. She still got her arm around him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she was nine out of ten back then. Nine out of ten back then. No, but that, that, just going back to my story, Shane, is I was still uncertain whether I wanted a future in Australia. Yeah. I was with Carolina for like two months, and I said, Carolina, I really want you to meet my family. Let's go mm. back and surprise them. That was the best thing ever, Good by the way. Uh, you, your mum, shit yourselves. But... um. I also wanted to use that trip to see mm. if I wanted to ever go back to Flint yeah. or stay here. And that 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 trip definitely made my decision for me because mm. everyone was doing the same thing. Nothing had changed. The opportunity there yeah, that was That is a good question. The I'll throw, was you, terrible, I just, I I'll throw this one at you. How did you feel when Sean had to go back home? Yeah, I was gutted. Yeah. I remember when Sean... You never met Sean, have you? Not even you, mm. Shane. Cracking lad, Shawnee Erds, he's actually doing really well though back yeah. back in um, in Wales. He's he's the manager of Clandidno. Me and him got up to all kinds of shit, lads. Like he was standing like my best on the mate. roof Tash, of Gerald in Brandon Sands. Gerald, my first car, we shared the car, everything. <laughs> and he had to leave and I and I stayed with, with obviously Carolina and that was a big move. Like I struggled a lot because we spent every minute of the day together pretty much. Mm. And he had to leave, and I stayed with with with. He wouldn't do his. He couldn't have the treatments over here, could he, or something? No, it's just his visa ran out. Visa, oh, was it? His that visa was ran it? out. He had to go back. Mm. Yeah, so. Well. But, but he, he wanted to come back out, Sean, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, but uh, he's uh, Lisa he's wanted to come over and teach, didn't she? Yeah, I think so. But yeah, he's um mm. he's doing really well now. Good, good to see him doing really well. Good lad, isn't he? Hell of a lad, Sean Heard. He's got some stories. Should get him on the podcast, yes. Head of podcast. Lock it in. Imagine him on the podcast. Yeah, he's oh my got God. some stories. Ask him about Brilliant. Thailand. Stay tuned. Three hours. Um, <laughs> that's your tattoo you've got. Lads. Any more questions for Tez, lads? Nah, I'm good. Shaz, you got anything? No, no, that's good. Yeah, we, we, that was good. That was, that was class. That was a Belton podcast. It was good. We got a bit deep there. No. Yeah, I know, yeah. Went a bit deep. Obviously, I'll tell you yeah. what, I have forgot to mention. We're coming to California in exactly <laughs> six weeks' time. Six you weeks? Come, Tez? I'll come with you. Well, I, I said I'll come over, didn't I? But Mum said, oh, go over on your own. Do you want to come to Seattle? My, can't do that. Oh, hear, hear us out here, Shane. My dad wants to come and meet us in Seattle yeah. because uh, Bruce Lee's grave is there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember talking about this the other day. Yeah. But I, I, I wouldn't come on my own. I would, I would go. If Tracy was... Me, it's not that far, though, is it? Hey. Well, my dad would end up in flipping oh, what, Zimbabwe. Oh, I'd end up Taiwan, me. He'll end up in the, in the <laughs> other one, the one you advertised. Remember you put the wrong photo? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So Tez um, end up. Tez, I, I, here's what we should do, right? Because this one was super busy, Seattle and California is going to be on the calendar every mm. year, Dad. That's right, isn't it, boys? Yep. Because every year we've said, either around April or when it's the school holidays for the kids in, in America, we go every year. Mm. So not this time. I reckon next year, Dad, because you've just month. you've just come to Australia now, so you've been yeah. doing a hell of a lot of travelling. When you because Mum back, just said the flights were very cheap. Let's go out and give man set up all the for the camps. Hundred percent. I, I reckon get you to Vegas. But you hadn't well. you hadn't booked it then. No, I reckon next year, Dad, mm. come to Seattle. Yeah. Because I know you've always wanted to see Bruce Lee's grave. Yeah. You're a big ne fan of Bruce Lee, Tether. 
Hey? You're a big fan of Bruce Lee. Can't he's, find got Bruce Lee. he's got, like, you've got a Bruce Lee tattoo. Yeah, no, I was just coming back leg, in. Yeah, yeah. Chilling back. <laughs> well, you know, the, the story about that was when my dad took me to the the picture house in Chester. He said, uh, come watch this film, Enter the Dragon. I thought, what's that? He said, come watch this guy, Bruce Lee. Mm. I didn't know who he was. But it was a certificate 18 then. So I thought, how was he going to get me in? So when we went, it was quiet, and there was a young girl at the kiosk, <laughs> at the desk, she was only about 20, 21. I could see my dad handling in a fiver, and a fiver then, in yeah. 1973, was a lot of money. So he put got the fiver, and he, he just rushed me upstairs. Right. Then. Anyway, the, the picture house wasn't busy then. And this film, Come On, Enter the Dragon, and when I seen Bruce Lee, that was it. <laughs> I was transfixed. <laughs> so oh, I've, I've read all his books. That's why I'm mad. All his looked at his videos, people who worked with him, people who trained with him. Yeah. You don't realise what the guy was like in real life. It's unbelievable. See, he wasn't a proper fighter in real life. It's far from it, mate. He was a killing machine. If <laughs> the only way you'd have stopped him would have been a gun. I'm named after Bruce Lee, so I'll mm. take that. <laughs> that's well, yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. But that's me to go to Seattle, just have me picture taken. No, that's easy. Next year. Next year, yeah. you're there, Tez. No, next year, Dad. I think it'll give you time to prepare for it. Well, yeah. You're going to have to fly if on your can... own, though. Hey? You're going to have to fly on your own. No, I'm not doing that. Why? No, I'm not doing that. I'll get lost, Lee. Yeah, you will get lost. <laughs> I would. Well, you're going to have to bring Mum then, aren't you? We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll it's no good me coming out and helping you and Mum sitting at home. Is it? That's not going to work, is well, it? Well, anyway, I think you should plan to come next year because yeah. we're going to go see how it is, isn't it? Guys, if you listen to this, head over to the website jonahfootball.com and sign up to our camps in America. You have got six weeks left. By the time this goes out, probably five weeks. So, yep, get it done, guys. Chain, Jules, we're buzzing for that, aren't we? Yeah, we're actually going to go and do some work now because we're we've gone a bit longer on the podcast than anticipated. So it's good, though, isn't it? The three of us uh, have got to go and do some work for California and Seattle. Tezza. Always a pleasure having you on the podcast. Enjoyed it. We Pop thought we really, That was my it. first ever podcast. That. I really enjoyed it. It was good. Oh, you're going to go on some more? Are you? Who else's <laughs> podcast going on? Oh, my God. It's good, Dad, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. You just chat. Yeah. Just chat shit, basically. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, thanks a lot, Tez. Yeah, top yeah. man. You're welcome. Really appreciate thanks, it. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> thanks a lot. <laughs> Anything else, Shane? Nice go. Uh, thanks, Tezza. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Shane. Thanks, Jules. <laughs> thanks, Tezza. <laughs> Guys, uh, yeah, sorry, just before I let you go, if you can rate our podcast um, on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, that'd be great. And as you know, we've started putting our videos on YouTube, although Shane's phone's gone off, so you're probably going to miss Shane's face on YouTube a lot. Spewing. But you'll see my face, Jules's face, and Teddy's face on the YouTube channel. It'll mean a lot if you can subscribe to our channel there. We'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Thanks, guys.